Hello, people. Welcome back to Noise Avocation Podcast. I'm Jeremy. That's Ryan. It's November, and we're talking about black metal. It's way more snowy than it normally is in November. And cold as fuck. And cold as fuck. Like, you know, it's 23, feels like 10. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get New York snow, though. <laughs> Thank so God. that's good, because they got, like, six, seven feet over there. We got maybe... Five inches or something, which is great, because normally we would be the ones getting hit with that. Yep. Anyways. The last episode that we did, the Black Metal Starter Pack, we pretty much brought you the essentials of black metal, or at least our opinion of the essentials of black metal. Like a good starting point. Yeah. I did notice we left Celtic Frost off. Yeah, I I noticed that this morning. (laughs) But, uh, actually, is what it is. And uh, Hellhammer wasn't on there either, but it was hard to narrow it down to what it was we're Um, we're basically saying you know there's a lot more out there than we're saying yeah so you know take with that last one go with it we're gonna expand off of the last episode and bring you some more bands in the black metal category and just um give our take on them and what we think of them or how we found them or what they sound like whatever you know how their name was came about. Yeah, I feel like we did uh, miss a few. And that happens with every episode, right. though. I mean, we can't, like, cover every single thing ever. And, and I, I mean, especially with this one, I know that there's going to be, like... People who There are, are a lot of black metal bands that are, like, I've missed, you've missed, oh, everybody's yeah. missed, whatever. Um, everybody finds different things at different times. So... If we miss things, it may not necessarily be that we don't know about it, or it may be that we don't know about it, but... I guess that, you know, this whole thing is all of our own opinions anyway, so... Yeah. If you don't like it... Don't listen to it. Yes. Or listen anyway and just bitch. That'd be cool. Yeah. I do that from time to time. But uh, (laughs) I guess I could mention one of the bands I feel that... We could have put on the last list, but we didn't, or I didn't, or whatever. But they're still kind of new, too. A Dark Funeral. Yeah. You know? Dark Funeral was originally formed in 93. And um, they just came out with a new album this year called... We Are the Apocalypse, I believe. Yep, We Are the Apocalypse. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So I kind of, I don't know, kind of feels like that band's a... Uh, one of many bands that's kind of like a bridger between, like, the second wave of black metal, your uh, mayhems and what have you, and then kind of segues into now they're putting out records in 2022. I think that's pretty fucking badass. It's cool that their career has lasted that long. Exactly. I mean, one, because they didn't have members killed and put in prison and et cetera, so, like... <laughs> You know, it's hard to have longevity when your people are falling left and right. Yeah. I mean, it makes for good, um, you know, album sales and folklore, but not longevity. I think one of Dark Funeral is one of those bands that kind of got swept under the rug a little bit because the time that they came out was, like you said, the second wave of black metal Uh where things like Dark Throne and Mayhem... Um, Burzum, et cetera. Yeah, there's other bands that just kind of eclipsed them. Yeah, it's hard to outshine 
things that were as groundbreaking as that, but, like, Dark Funeral definitely deserves their due credit in the genre, too. Yeah, it's like, uh, like in fighting, well, you have, like, the best fighter in the world, well, there's ten other ones behind him that are amazing, but then you got somebody like, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but, like, a Mike Tyson, he only fought a couple of fucking greats, he wasn't, like, going through them left and right, I mean... And that's how I look at the Dark Funeral thing is it just there's six other bands ahead of it that were just a little bit more interesting or just caught our ears differently. Now, somebody out there might be like, well, fuck Mayhem and fuck Dark Throne and all those I heard. Yeah, and they may be. I heard Dark Funeral first. Fuck yeah, you, you yeah. know? So anyway. But I mean, they I, did I have, like I mean, they had a really good run of albums and their artwork was always really cool. They always had cool merch, good music. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, their imagery was, you know, pretty... Um, I don't know too much about their lineup, like, in depth. I don't know how many, like, singers or guitarists they've switched or anything like that. To me, it sounds like the same singer from what I've heard from start to finish. But, um... Well, uh, according... Okay, I'm just, uh... I'm gonna cheat. Current members, the singer is from 2014 to now. So that would be a new singer, then. Yeah, but the original singer. What happened to him? Did he join a new band or something? Okay, so Black Moon, he died in 2013. He was an original. Oh shit! I guess that I guess that band. takes away our last statement. Yeah, then. it kind of sucks. But um, like I said, I don't know a whole bunch about this band, so that's why we're just kind of putting it out there, according to um. Yeah, like, I'm familiar with their music, but I'm not familiar with the inner workings of the band. Exactly. Okay, so Emperor Magnus was the vocalist from 96 to 2010, 2013 to 2014, and he played bass 96 to 2001. So that would be, I guess, the original vocalist. But like you said, they sound very similar to, like, the brand-new album. The vocals sound pretty close to me from the old stuff. I'd have yeah. to really, really listen again back to both things to get it. They had that same icy, but yeah. black metal-y, throaty, like, raspy singing voice, yep. if you want to call it a singing voice. Kind of um, guttural. Yeah. Kind of like Immortals, later yeah, stuff, yeah. that style of vocal. Which is what I really like in black metal, is that style of vocals where it's icy and raspy and... yeah. Makes you feel like you're in a horrible place. A band that's newer than that that I would also like to add in is a band called Thalkandra, which was formed in 2003. Um, this band is, well, first off, Thalkandra was a Dark Throne demo in like 989 or 90, somewhere around there. Um, and that's where they took their band name from. Okay. And then Thalkandra is heavily dissection-influenced to the point where I actually looked up and I thought maybe there was members of dissection that kind of migrated to the band after the singer committed suicide. Uh, I don't believe there is, but a couple of their albums, like when Dissection did Where Dead Angels Lie, they had the album cover was like a Grim Reaper-looking thing and it was a purplish-bluish cover. Well, Thalkandra came out with a demo that was also pretty much the same cover, but with their name. So that was originally what 
drew me to them was the immediate dissection relation right because i love that band so but checking them out they do sound a lot like the band i mean same style of icy melodic black metal and lots of cool fills and breakdowns and melodic like little intricacies that they yeah. put in the music that's a band that i don't know anything about and i'm uh definitely gonna check out now Salkandra. yeah yeah that's just They're... what i listened to from the um, things that you sent me. Probably. Their latest album was A Dying Wish. I don't think you... I think I had it here, and I don't remember. I think I showed it to you, and you didn't pick it up or something, or maybe... Or no. maybe I didn't hear maybe, it. I yeah, don't know. I don't remember. Like I said, there's so many. Yeah, it's you, there's not enough time in a day to check out every single thing, even though I do try to. I was going to um, take a picture and show you from my house, but I have a pile of albums right now. Mm. I need to listen to. Yeah, it's I got fucking a, ridiculous. I have a crate myself really that I'm working through, but I'm also moving, so I'm about to be packing everything away. But my record player has been the last thing that I want to pack I away. Know. I know. <laughs> but it's also like one of the biggest, Most important, the biggest chores <laughs> of packing away because there's yeah. so much shit to put in boxes and move. But yeah, Thalkandra, um a Dying Wish was their latest album, and then they have three prior to that, I believe. Okay. Ascension Lost, and I can't remember the names of the other two off the top of my head, but great band that sounds quite a bit like Dissection, so if you're a fan of Dissection, definitely dig into them. I believe uh, I just read here also about Volcandra. The lyrical themes are darkness, death, and oblivion. What yeah. else would you expect? <laughs> Those are all the... That's the recipe that's for... That's the recipe the black metal fuck yeah doesn't have to be satan just has to be death um another band that i could uh that i came across a while ago kind of forgot about is uh 1349 oh yeah i was listening to that this morning actually and i had completely forgotten about them too me too and i uh they were formed in 97 kind of like we said before but it's like all these bands kind of formed in the late 90s and then some of the bands on the list are in the, the 2000s, 2000s but a lot of them were like late 90s but it was like late 90s was their ep and demo right. era and then they they released that got their recognition started playing shows openers for probably bands like dark funeral and demu and etc yeah that and then that started definitely. to expand off of that to where in the mid-2000s or early 2000s, they actually started to get recognition and played more regularly. And that was when black metal really started to become more popular. Because in the second wave in the 90s, it was still, to my understanding, from what I've read, it was still pretty hard to actually find people that were into it. Oh, yeah, it would be hard to, to find, find albums yeah, and stuff. To find stores that were actually stocking it and selling it, and especially if you were in America. Definitely. Because it seemed like everything great was overseas in the early days for black metal. So you're in a fucking record store in the middle of Detroit somewhere. In like the 80s? In the late 80s, Say early panic, 90s. Panic. You're not really going to find any of that. And the internet wasn't the way that it is to where you could just stream everything or look up a YouTube clip of this band and get a little, you know, teaser to see what they're like. It made it much, much more. So it made it a lot harder. 
So then in the mid-2000s, when there was actually festivals that were, like, hosting bands that were in this category, and the promotion was better, the internet was a lot better, you know. Those big European like, festivals, I believe, started that shit over here. Yeah, yeah, like Wacken and uh -huh. festivals like that. I, uh, I want to add something to that 2000 thing. Cradle of Filth's Midian came out that year, and that's probably... Like, I almost wanted to put that album on the need-to-listen-to list. Yeah. But... That was in our Musical Influences episode, right. is, like, what got me into Black Widow. Right. So, and exactly, that's why, like... That was the earliest thing I can remember 2000, hearing. yep. And so that's... I believe that is another major reason, like, all these other bands started to get more press. Yeah. Because, you know, Cradle, they I mean, they made a fucking show out of it, not just... Mm -hmm. Not just, uh... Well, music. Nuclear Blast had a lot of these bands early on in the 90s, but they weren't the label that they are today. Right. So they were still kind of finding their roots and getting their feet on the ground going in the genre that they were in. And the same with Metal Blade and stuff. Like yeah, they Metal weren't, Blade, yeah. They weren't the powerhouse that it's known as today. It was, okay, we've got these bands that are great they're doing great in norway and stuff like that where black metal was more common at the time right but it didn't really hit the states till late 90s 2000s yeah you'd only know about shit through magazines yeah again with 1349 they got their name because that's the year the black death hit norway mm -hmm. they're from oslo um they have oslo seems to be like Oh, that's the that's, that's the, the birthing ground yeah. and like where every that's the amazing land. band came from is out of Oslo. Yeah, if you're taking a pilgrimage or anti-pilgrimage, however that works, yeah. Oslo would be not that place. not that there wasn't bands out of many other places that were great, but like that is where it seemed to really start, like the birthing ground of the black metal. I agree. Also, they have oh, what is it, seven one. Seven albums out, and my favorite one that I've heard is from 2005 called Hellfire, but the one before that, Beyond the Apocalypse, is also pretty fucking kick-ass, and they've had the same singer the whole time. Their last album was put out in 2019. I was going to say, they're still doing music as yeah. far as I know. So, uh, yeah, definitely, I mean, definitely check them out if you're uh, into that straight-up black metal you know, Norwegian true fucking shit. This is the band, and they're and it doesn't sound dirty. It does. I mean, the it's recorded like fucking good. It's not. It's lo not lo-fi. No. no, it's not lo-fi. It's like if those bands didn't do shit in lo-fi, it would probably sound closer to this. And uh, like I said, kick ass. But the lo-fi definitely had its appeal for its own reasons. Oh, definitely. Like me, I love that lo-fi sound on certain bands. Mm. Other bands. Not so much. Some bands do it way better than others. Yeah, exactly. And then there were bands that, like, seemed like they tried too hard to mimic it. Yeah, fake the, like, try to yeah. fake the lo-fi with hi-fi equipment. It's kind of hard to do. And make it sound fucking natural. Yep. But anyway, that's pretty much what I got on 1349. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Another band, which is a one-member band. Uh, and is in the lo-fi category would be Kekterok. I'm not exactly sure if that's the right pronunciation because it is, again, a foreign thing, and mm -hmm. it could be completely, 
you know, different than what I'm saying. There could be a silent K H in there or yeah. something. So we talked that about is my that best American recording. way of saying that. Some of these names weren't I we're not gonna be able to say. Yeah. But anyways, uh it'll be in the description of the episode, like always. So he has I believe two albums out, The Pale Swordsman and um Night in Love. And Night in uh, Love? Yeah. Sounds cool. And I've seen some people like tear him apart online because his album covers are like emo oh, yeah. emo-ish. About this like guy. the I one he's got song. like he's sitting there with a sword and a white rose or something. Yeah. And I mean to me it looks like a black metal cover and like just because it's not Transylvanian hunger or mm-hmm. something doesn't mean it's not black metal. Um some people take the shit way too seriously. I but, agree. He does everything himself, and it is lo-fi black metal, but it is a one-man band. And I think it's done really well, because I like how dominant his keys sound in the music. Like, oh, like when he's adding his okay. keyboard fills. That's like, that's I like how much recorded. it comes across. Front? Like Yeah, it's up front in the music and really stands out. That's it's cool. not like there's a keyboard player behind the drummer or something. Right, right, so, which is usually the case. Yeah, like a lot of that stuff gets dumbed down. Um, and I really like when bands utilize that. Like uh, a few of Demuse albums have really amazing keyboard fills to where that made the song. Like if it didn't have that in it, it wouldn't feel like the same song. Oh, I agree. Burzum's first song on that with the ladies with the flute or the yeah. You know, first song on that. Yeah, the first song on that album has a keyboard fucking lick that stands way out. Yeah, creepy sounding. Same kind of thing. And uh, you're right, that shit sounds good as fuck. Yeah, Kekterok, um yeah, Not I'll... much out on him because his first EP was 2019, and I believe it's still all fairly new. Um, but if you're a fan of the lo-fi sound, definitely give him a listen and check it out. How do you spell that? Uh, K-E-K-H-T-A-R-A-K-H. Yeah, I'm going to get with you when we're done, and I'll write that. Um, You can go ahead with what you got next. Okay. I'm just writing some shit down here. I'm going to bring up one that just, I believe, came out two weeks ago. I'm going to double check. Storm Ruler? Nope. Devil Master. Oh, yeah, shit. I forgot all about that. Devil Master. I mean, I bring this band up because I recently got this album, and... And the album, like, The Agonies of Never-Ending Light or Correct. The Ecstasies of Never-Ending Light or something like that. Yeah. I like the Satan Spits on Children of Light album. <laughs> the name, because that's just The sick. name is just funny to me. Uh, yeah, I know. So, yeah, they're on Relapse. Uh, I believe they're from... I know they're from uh, Pennsylvania. I think they're from Philly, but they might be from Pittsburgh. I got to double check. Yeah, Satan Spits on Children of Light. Yeah, that's dope. Um, but I'm talking about Ecstasies of Neverending Night, which Ryan already mentioned. I yeah, love that. That album's album. kind of like it was like punk style tempo right. with black metal lyrics. lyrics. That's exactly what it is, and it's fucking awesome. That was one of the things that I found through one of those people I've mentioned before on Instagram, oh, okay. where they seem to be like the gatekeepers for all the cool new shit coming out. Like, I don't know who they know to talk to or what they follow or subscribe to, but like, yeah, like those guys, like that's how I found 
a lot of the bands that are new bands in the black metal category or just thrash or whatever it is, you know? Yep. They seem to be, like, right on top of that shit. And I'm pretty on top of it, but, like, uh, these guys are mostly located in Norway and things uh, like that. right on. So... I don't know. They probably have some source that I don't know about to be able to get these things. They're from Philly. It formed in 2015, so this is definitely a fairly new one. But um, Donnie, I don't know what else to say except for fucking listen to them, man. Because <laughs> I mean, it, it's definitely got it. It reminds me vibe, so it gives you that dark throne early yeah. feel. It gives me a converge like, feel with the okay. music, and like, it's clean. The way that it's it's fast tempoed. It's fast, thrashy, but it's done very well, like with the way Converge awesome does. Bucket, right, with kick-ass black metal Because there's an easy way to take that style of music and turn it into just noise. And then there's the way of <laughs> actually making it to where right. you're like, oh shit, there's sustenance here, uh-huh. like Converge does. Yep. So that was why that kind of resonated with me to related to converge just gotcha. because in that aspect the vocals really don't sound like it or anything but the music still has kind of the same element yeah it's uh here's a this is um a, a review by somebody from 2022 i'm not going to read the whole thing i just want to read the fucking first line because it's pretty much exactly what ryan just said punk and black metal go together like peanut butter and jelly that's the <laughs> yeah. first line dude that's yeah. funny because I never read that in a review either. I just right. I made that on my that's own. That's what it sounds like. I was though. just like, man, this is that's what it is. But yeah, great band. Um, moving on from that, I have a band called Moonlight Sorcery, <clears throat> who which I did send you that album a while yep. back. Um, they only, as far as I know, have that EP out. I don't know. They might have another out. I haven't found it or anything. I haven't really dug for it, if I'm being honest. But this band was formed in 2018. And then this album that they just released was called Piercing Through the Frozen Eternity. And it is five songs, 25 minutes long. But that is just straight up pure icy black metal. It's got that immortal style scream and... Um, chilling fast guitars like I listened to this quite a bit actually when I first came across it just because I was is that good it's good and like the album cover itself already draws you in as like snowy icy death like gotcha content what do you want you got Uh, you can go ahead okay I got a this is more along I guess I would call this I'm gonna it's goat whore I picked goat whore and goat whore is more I mean their lyrics are definitely black metal, but they, they got a swampy, I mean, they're from Louisiana, swampy, like, uh, oh, how do you put it, like, dirty-ass, swampy sound. Bayou metal. Bayou, I mean, yeah, yeah it's got, it just has that tone. But I've seen this band uh, live, I've talked to a few of the people in the band, super nice dudes, then they get on stage and talk about raping angels from heaven. They're badass. One of my favorite songs, Invert the Virgin. I um, asked them to play that live and was politely denied. <laughs> but, yeah, I, um, they've been around for quite a long time now. Uh, former members of Acid Bath, which is just Sammy. The guy, In Acid Bath, it'd be the dude who actually did the... Uh, 
yeah. noises. But yeah, pretty much all about um, not liking God. Some some parts are almost like trudgy and slow, and then invert the version, of course, a song like that, fast blast beats. Um, they have good writing. Like that song has a straight up like bridge, chorus, fucking verse. Bridge. It's it's kind of funny. It was kind of formed from all already existing musicians yeah. that had somewhat of a structure to know how and what to put in a song. Yeah, it wasn't a bunch of kids. Yeah. And they're still going strong, too, and they've been around for quite some time. 97? Yeah. Again, and I just I just checked that, to be honest, but, yeah, 97, again. Yeah. I remember the first time I came across them. When I was a kid, I used to look on darklyrics.com okay. for song lyrics, but then I would find there would be a list A to Z of all these different bands, and you could click a hyperlink for each letter, but you could scroll through, and that was how I found a lot of the cool band names. Like, I would write down shit like Goat Whore or Heaven Shall Burn yeah, just or like just, like, shit that you're like, names. oh, this is a cool name for right. a band or this is an interesting, weird name for a band. And yeah, I'd just the write Goat it down Whore. and start to download it or Google it or find it in any way, shape, yep. or form that I could. Even if I had to go to... Camelot and use the little headphone scanner and be like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. what's this about? To get or like, like you know, 20 seconds or yeah. something. I was actually a uh, alcoholic beer tech and uh, a friend of ours band toured uh, like a short, I don't even want to call that tour, a short little like three stop in Michigan show. And when the last one in GR, Goat Horror was touring on the album A Haunting Curse that came out in 2006. If that tells you how long ago I saw this band. So, if anybody ever gets the chance to, definitely see them live. This shit sounds, it's one of those bands that sounds better live than it does on a CD. I love when that happens. That's that's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> um... Another band from the 90s that's been around quite a while is Carpathian Forest. And these guys honestly could have made the previous episode. But like we said before, it was kind of hard to determine what was going to be on there and, you know, whatnot. So, and we were planning on doing more episodes. So we were saving other bands for future episodes, anyways. But Carpathian Forest was formed in 92. And I think their first album or official album wasn't until like 98 or 99 or something like that. I know they had a couple demos and EPs and whatnot prior to that. But this is another band that, you know, they stayed true to the art form of black metal, corpse paint, spikes, blood, dark music, stage performances were sweet. But it was one of those bands that, like, we were talking, like, a week ago when we were organizing yeah. our list that you were like, fuck, dude, I completely forgot about that yep. band, but they were great. Um, yep. You know, from what I've heard, I haven't listened to every single album, but I have listened to the first four, I want to say. It's just it, man. There's so much sometimes you miss it. So yeah. it's like, or you forget. It might be 30 years old, but it's new yeah. to us. Yeah, or you forget, too. Or you forget, Because like, yeah. Dark Funeral is kind of a band that I forgot about. 
but I was like a huge fan of them in junior high and high school. Right, right. And then it kind of, you find a bunch of other shit and then they start to get put on the back burner, but then they come out with new records and you're like, oh, oh shit, shit new Dark Funeral. Yeah. So, and their new record, like we said, is great. But yeah, Carpathian Forest. Yeah, I, I definitely can't worth I checking out. That. Another, okay, here's another one I, I'd like to mention. I cannot say this motherfucking name, so I'm going to spell it for you. N-U-M-E-N-O-R-E-A-N. I can't say it. I'm sorry. But they're Canadian. And fuck, man, they're so bad. It's a black metal band. They have two albums out. The one I have is called Home. It's probably the freshest sounding black metal album I've heard in a long time. Like they have a whole different take on it. Their name also comes from Lord of the Rings, dude. Like it doesn't sound like other things no, as I, in fresh or Yeah. 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 It sounds it sounds new, new. Like I've never heard how they mix their vocals and then like the guitars has that convergy feel, but then it also sounds kinda chaotic and almost like Dillinger y like, right? But then it'll go back into um, almost like emo-sounding shit. And it's all mixed in, and it all works. Uh, the first song, lyrically, is um, not very good. It's about... I just want to say it because uh, the disclaimer of... There's two covers. One cover's awful, like, not cool. One cover's just normal. Um, but the first song is about not being... Like, how it's better to die as a child than to deal with the pains of being an adult. I find that theory kind of fucked up, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. either way, that's my only, like, disclaimer about it, is that first song lyrically is fucking stupid. But it sounds cool, you know? They have two records, that, or like I said, they have two out, and uh, I've only heard, um, or I only own Home, the other, I remember ordering it. There's a demo out from 2014. Like, they're not a super huge band. I just fucking really dig their sound. So, I guess it's almost there's easy a, listening black metal. If I had to say, yeah. it's like chill black metal, even though it's not chilled. But if you put it up against Carpathian Forest or... It's not other, quite as extreme. Exactly. Even though lyrically it seems to be kind of extreme... Yep. It's not and it's fast and on the forefront. Crazy, is, but yeah. it's not right. It's almost like I don't know. It, like I said, easy listening black metal. Like I'm not gonna put it, it it's not the same as Immortal. It's not the yeah. it's like I said, it's kinda fresh and different. There's that one band, I don't remember if you listen to them or not, Dream Unending. Yep. That that they're listed as black metal under some certain reviews that I've read and like I think even on Apple Music and stuff, it says death metal, black metal. But it's not black metal in the traditional sense. And I didn't put this on the list because of this, but it is almost like black metal slowed down. Okay. Because it's still very, very heavy, very dark, very cold, dreary. But it's not super fast like an emperor album or an immortal album or carpathian forest or whatever it's very very slowed down 
You think it's more like an early Dark Throne? Because it's kind of slow. slower than slower that. Slower than that, eh? Way slower. Oh, the uh, the latest album of the Canadian N U M E N O R E A N band is called Adore. Numerianon. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, it's 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 a bitch. But yeah, Dream Unending. They're cool. Um, they just had a new record released, and that one sounds less black metal-y than the first did. But the first, I think it's Tide Turns Eternal is the name of the album. It uh, It's very slowed down. And it was kind of, at first, the first time I heard it, I was like, eh, I don't know. And then it started to grow on you. Yeah, and I, I bought the record, and I was like, wow, this shit's fucking awesome. Just because it's so slow and heavy. and Right. I, it builds that tension. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't put them on the list. But they are worth mentioning. Uh, next on the list, I have... A newer band that is on 20 Bucks Spin label called Deva. And they were formed in 2017, released their first EP in 2018, and then their first album was released maybe a month ago. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Um, I'd like to mention something about um, the record labels real quick, because you mentioned 20 Bucks Spin. Yeah. And I know you've mentioned before that that label is, like, you can pretty much go to that label... Buy it blankly. Buy it, yeah. It's almost like Blue Note for metal. Right. Like, and I'd like to say it's kind of like that for Seasons of Mist, too. Yep. And that's where the band I was mentioning just came from. And I, I meant to say that earlier. That's why I'm kind of interrupting to uh the Seasons it. It's like of one Mist, of the genres that you can still do that with. Seasons of Mist and Peaceville. Peaceville, yep. They like, and I think, I don't know if Seasons of Mist is a Peaceville subsidiary at this point or not, but mm-hmm. I often see them related to each other. Right. So that band or that label is another label that it's pretty much almost every band on their fucking roster is good. Uh-huh. And I on I honestly blindly bought that album because it's from that label which and album? I like the way it was described. The Numerinori. Oh, okay. Or yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were still on that. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I just wanted to make sure I knew what you were talking yeah, about. I'm done. I just wanted to mention that the uh, the label thing, that you can pretty much go off a of 20 bucks spin and you're not going to lose. Yeah, especially for like black metal, doom metal, heavy metal, right. that sort of thing. They have numerous good bands that are on there. Like I've, I've come across a couple that I like less than others, but that's not to say that they weren't good bands. Exactly. Um, that's all I got for David, though. There's not, like, a whole lot of info on him, nor do I really know a ton about him, but I did so listen... And there's so yeah, little info. I did listen to the latest album, which is... Uh, let me find it right here. Through Sheer Will and Black Magic. And I liked it a lot. It's very... It has, like, a death metal mixed with black metal type of feel. Okay. It's not strictly black metal, but it definitely has the element to it. Gotcha. Yeah, like with anything, it seems as time it's goes easy on, people to, gotta keep mixing shit to yeah, get something. Well, because you don't want the same tired ass exactly. thing over and over again. So it's easy to be able to mix death metal with black metal. Right. Because it's not like you could mix black metal and blues. 
I mean, you might be able to mix a blues scale on the guitar, but you're going to meddle that no, shit I, up. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know what you're saying. You're not going to have a warm fucking guitar tone. You're going to have that crunchy coldness. Yeah, like you're not going to bring out Mustang Sally <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. as a, as a black metal song. Yeah. On my fucking new black metal album. Oh, shit. Uh, another band I want to mention that I, I don't know why I say the same shit over and over. But Wolves in the Throne Room, formed in 2002. I would say this is Love one of the bands. That band. Yeah, carrying, carrying the uh, black metal flag for America, definitely. Uh, I have seven. Yeah. Seven full lengths, couple live albums. Yeah, they, they're kick ass, man. They were formed, I believe it was two brothers that yep. formed that band, if I'm not mistaken. Aaron and Nathan Weaver formed the band in 2002. Yeah, um, and then I think they picked up a third guy along the way. You know, they're influenced by shit we've mentioned before: Bolt Thrower, yeah, Susie and the Banshees. I mean, those are cool ass influences to. Uh, but they have to, uh, they have a mix of like Scandinavian style metal and what they call transformative black metal. Yeah, they just mix everything. Now but I've it only... works. It works really fucking good for the band. Like they have. I'm trying. What's the name of their first album? The Diadem of Twelve Stars or something. Formation like and Diadem of Diadem Twelve of Stars. Twelve Stars. That's right. Yeah, that album. Like the cover is just like a foggy forest with a waterfall or something. Is that a waterfall? Yeah, that's a waterfall. It's a foggy looking forest, but typically a black metal album would have snow or a fucking grim reaper or some crazy thing with a scythe or. Uh, a high exposure Fenris or something okay. <laughs> but this band like that album just looks like a cool mist over a forest kind of but when you listen to it it is pretty cold and it does have a lot of black metal influence to it um I really like the vocals and how he carries out his screams throughout most of their songs too I've only recently um started listening to this band so Wolves I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. a humongous information. I'm not about like them. a professional on them myself either. But this was one of the bands mentioned. Like if I see this band mentioned mm. like against another band, I know I'm going to like it. Or yeah. at least there's a good chance I'm going to like it if I see like if you like Wolves in the Throne Room. Yeah. One band that I kept seeing mentioned in the black, like, because I was Googling black metal bands right, uh, like, right. just to see if I missed anything yep. or, like, what, you know, what you have uh, compared up against others' lists or whatever. Right, right. A band that I kept seeing coming up that I in no way think is a black metal band is Deaf Heaven. Yeah, I noticed um, that, too. I've seen Deaf Heaven live. And I got zero black metal out of any of that. Okay. And I listen to the album that they keep saying is a black metal album, and I still get nothing. Okay. I, I don't know how that got lumped into that category or who's, who's making that judgment or whatever. Yeah. But I don't, or maybe I'm missing something. But I just, to me, that didn't click as a black metal record gotcha. at all. Not to say they weren't a good band. Live, I didn't really care for them. However, I did see them live in like 2015 or 2016, yeah. so it's very possible that they Six years, seven, yeah, eight years ago. they've improved since then. Um, I just didn't get the black metal side of things from them. You know, it was more just metal. And I think that's um, 
like you said earlier, there's some purists out there, man, who it's like, if it's not from fucking Norway, it's not black metal. I've heard that argument. I've heard if it's not lo-fi, it's not black metal. If you're not I've talking about too. Satan, it's yeah. not black metal. If you didn't burn a church. Yeah, you're yeah. not black metal. Yeah. So that being said, we don't take ourselves very well. And when it comes to black metal, I don't take myself seriously at all. It's fucking ridiculous. But some motherfuckers do, and they get real defensive about some shit. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially when it comes like to... Like Death Heaven, I don't know. I, like Cradle of Filth and Demu get torn apart mm-hmm. by those people, so I can only imagine what they'd say You're about right. Death Heaven. And, and I'll get here Cradle of Filth. I can see why they would get torn apart. Um, from the purists, but if it was not for Cradle of Filth, nobody'd be listening to those fucking purists. You know yeah. what I mean? They're well. I think that's probably what they want, though. Is like oh, that sure. was that was their own niche of underground music to where they were like, "No, fuck this. This is ours." And then like everybody else mm-hmm. tried to take it or whatever. But Should if something hardcore, that's what I do. Nobody yeah. takes that shit. <laughs> yeah, if something's <laughs> good, like there's gonna be bands that build off of it down right, the road. Right, right, and. Cradle of Filth, man. I mean, again, that's to me. That's more of a, uh, uh, like a, a show, man. It's like going to the fucking circus. Yeah. And going to see the you know straight up pure black metal bands. It's like, well, dude, I might get fucking blood thrown on me. Like yeah. for real, dude. Yeah. Who wants to see that shit? Um. So, I'm curious. I'm gonna. We're gonna get to Stormkeep here now. So I'm curious to hear. I don't know any black metal purists myself. I mean, I'm sure I do, but uh, I'm curious to hear people's takes on Stormkeep because to me, um, that Stormkeep album was like the most exciting thing I've heard in black metal and metal in general in years. Yeah, that thing, that album fucking kicks ass. Like I was listening I to that light, um, last night when I was making food and just <laughs> like the... The image, first off, that the album cover presents mm-hmm. is like a wizard like mm-hmm. about to come up to this big castle that's like peering over him. Everything's all snowy. So just looking at that looks like a black metal album. Um, for the record, the album is called Tales of Other Time, uh, which was released in 2021. And then they do have another record called Galdrum, which was released in 2020. And I don't believe they have any other records other than that. Um, I think they formed in 2019, if I remember correctly. Yeah, again, not a whole lot of information. No, but they I know that they are from Colorado. There are members of that band that exist in Blood Incantation and then oh, okay. also in the band Wayfarer, which is a not quite black metal, but does kind of have some influences of black metal and like folk metal type of, but not folk metal in the sense of like, what the hell was that one name of that one band? Fintr- I don't even know Fintrill. what the it's fuck not, folk metal is. Fintrill would be folk okay. metal. I don't know if you've ever listened to them. Have not, sir. Okay. So they're not like that. They're like the American Old West Okay. That is the content of their music put into the lyrics. But anyways, Stormkeep. uh, This is like if Emperor, Immortal, and Mayhem, and every great black metal band like mixed together, that would be the spawn of that. I mean, the there's a couple little like 
fills on the album that are kind of like dungeon synth style of music and then the cd actually has a whole separate album of all that and one like that paints the atmosphere just for the record in general and i think that's where that blood incantation influence comes in a little bit eh? yeah um but the the sound of it like the melodic piano breaks the iciness the like fills that he gives where he gives that like like that shit i fucking love like i was making burgers in my kitchen like screaming all that Mm -hmm. shit last night (laughs) and like i've listened to that album so many times since it's come out and i've still yet to even get remotely tired of it because it's just that fucking good like to me that was the best thing released for black metal in the last five years, hands down. No, I would agree. No ifs, ands, or buts. When I heard it, I was like, this shit's awesome. And it it was in my truck, because I have a CD player in my truck. Yeah. And it was in there for a very long time, up until I switched it out for a Ghostface Killer album, which, which is, is currently stuck. stuck in there. <laughs> Still. So, in a weird way, I'm glad I popped it out, because... I would have been pissed if that was stuck in there. Yeah, because it's a hard CD to get. It, yeah. Like, the record, when I got it. and shit. Yep. Out of a thousand. Mm-hmm. And they only, that was the second run of CDs, so they only did 2,000 CDs, and then they did, like, 2,000 copies of the record, I want to say. Something like that. And when I got it, I had to hit up the guy who runs, it was released on a company called Van Records. I had to get a hold of that guy on Instagram to have him ship me one from Germany and then which came damaged and then that's how you, that's how you got your copy the, yeah. the jacket was all screwed up the record was perfectly fine no there's but, a big ass fucking yeah there's a huge down crease it. in it but if you want to find the record otherwise it's over a hundred dollars every time yeah. you see it so but it comes with like a big map of um whatever fictional place that they have so that's like what bent the jacket and shit but they replaced it for me sent me a new one and then i gave the other one to jeremy because i didn't need two copies of it and it's that good that i want somebody else to be able to experience the fucking thing so and i have borrowed this to people that aren't even into black metal that are like wow this is fucking good yeah and it's how and i've tried getting all that shit yeah i've tried getting other people to listen to it like friends and stuff and i don't know if they have or not yet because nobody ever gets back to me about that stuff but if you have not listened to this fucking album you need to listen to this album storm keep there's um there's a couple of storm bands out there too that we like storm rider is another one but and I love that band as well. Now that's a new band I've just started to listen to uh, as of like a couple of weeks ago. But Storm, Storm Rider or Storm Ruler? Ruler. Okay. Did I say Rider? Yeah. Yeah, there's probably a Storm well, I was Rider. Say, too. There's probably a Storm Rider. But it's Storm so. Ruler. Okay. So yeah, Storm Ruler. But that being said, Storm Keep still fucking is better than that. Yeah. I mean, just, just so you know. And I was like, and my next band would have been to talk about would have been Storm Ruler. Which is a two-piece band. Right. Um, they only have two records out, as far as I know. They might have an EP or something. But but good band also, like, they have the vocal style that I really like in music for the genre. Yeah. Um, I've had that CD in my car for the last, like, couple weeks or whatever. Yeah, see, I really got to sit down and let that burn into my head. But it, like, you know, had my stereo torn apart yeah. up until Saturday. <laughs> 
I'm going to say it again, listen to Stormkeep. But anyways, yeah. uh, another band that I have on here that was formed in 95, which is another one of the American black metal bands out of Oregon, which would be Agaloc. Yeah, they're on my list as well. Um, fuck, how many albums do they have? And I just... Six? Again, I... Wolves in the Throne Room, and then that band's mentioned along that along with them, I noticed quite a bit. Yep. Um, Agaloc mixes quite a few different things. They have almost like an Opeth feel on certain parts with okay. the the slow melodic breakdowns that they have mm -hmm. and the folk style instruments that they incorporate and breakdowns that they incorporate into their music. But um, on top of all that, I mean, it's just, it's black metal. But it is a little more mellow. Like there is a lot of parts where there's soft singing or something like that, but it all forms together to be this melting pot of all these different forms of music yeah. that make a really, really great black metal, folk metal, whatever you want to call it, project. Well, their first album was called Pale Folklore. Yep. And Wait, to me, I think that's my favorite album of theirs. Um, the Mantle is really good. Ashes Against the Grain is really good. I haven't listened to uh, The Serpent in the Sphere or The White which The White, I think, is an old EP remastered, but great band and one of the few American black metal bands that actually kicks ass. Kicks ass. Yeah, it's funny that uh, isn't, I believe, yeah, there's other band from not Portland, but maybe Seattle, that area. I guess that seemed like the dark, depressing area of the U.S., maybe. Yeah cold area yeah i put a uh, behemoth on there i i thought like we kind of even though band we kind of miss and they're kind of more death metal now but in the beginning of their career they were very black metal. Uh, that's kind of, that's why i didn't put them on the last one and why i'm putting them on this one yeah but you could argue that the satanist is a black metal record it's just not in the traditional sense of sound but the cool thing about the satanist is is like nurgle who is the singer took context from I want to say like five to seven different Bibles and different um, I forgot about that you told me about that I'm trying to think of the word for it but the different like stories and tales of all these different religions and types of things okay. that crafted that album like the writing that goes into that is fucking phenomenal if you actually sit down and read it and i've read some stories about it and whatnot and how they actually wrote it which was very impressive but yeah behemoth not so much a black metal band currently they kind of steered away and created a little bit of their own sound in a way but their earlier albums definitely black metal and i um i kind of i like the atmosphere of that their albums bring i mean it, it still has that creepy ass feel i guess but like you said they i guess black metal is the punk rock of the metal world yep. anybody can play it and only yep. some can do it awesome yep so another one formed in 98 which is a better known band but also gets kind of swept under the rug same story as carpathian forest which would be watane um I know that they are often 
accused of being Nazis because there's like that whole wave of neo-Nazi oh, black metal bullshit. Gotcha. Um, oh, like the I, shit that follows Varg or whatever? Yeah, yeah, stuff like that, which I don't support in any way. But given their artwork and like they have like iron crosses and like the the eagle and shit that like the Nazis used and whatever, they have artwork that kind of resembles that. But I think it's just, I mean, they're a German band, so yeah, I think it's yeah. just you Some know whatever. Bullshit. But I know that they're banned in many countries because of their stage theat- the theatrics with flamethrowers and fucking sacrifices and all the crazy shit but great band to listen to definitely stay true to the black metal sound and i don't really have a whole lot to say about them other than that my last one is a uh, local michigan band from lansing name of the band is summon and they've been around a lot longer than i thought but they formed in 91 and the singer is a, a dude named Sean Peters, who also is an amazing tattoo artist. Super nice dude. And when you hear the music, you, you can't even... Like, if you met the guy and then heard it, you're like, that shit doesn't even make sense. Mm. Um, the first record I heard by them was called And the Blood Runs Black. Uh, and that's just straight up fucking black metal, man. And they had a cover of a Venom song on there. Oh, shit. Satanic slut. And I heard that. And I mean, it's funny, you know? Satanic's is a joke. Yeah. But I heard that song. I was hooked, dude. I was like, this band... Because they're, like, making fun of themselves. And, but then at the same time, fucking talking about, you know, their blood running black and being possessed by the devil and shit. Then there's a lot of little interludes in between songs that have that atmospheric, like... Ding, 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 ding. Like, it sounds yeah. like, you know, it's scary, whatever shit. I love the atmospheric breakdowns yeah. in black metal. Like, that's the shit that really gets me. So, and they're still going today. So, I mean, they've had, a, uh, you know, stops in between there. Like, let you know, from like 90, 92, 95, 97. 97 is a full length, and they don't do anything until 2000. And then the last full length was 2005 called fallen and um they haven't done anything since but there's still a band but hey i can't say what was the name of the band summon three members sean peters um that was your last one okay i got three more that i'm gonna get out of here really quickly so we don't take up too much time here a newer band well they were formed in 2014 and they just came out with a new record called Frostbitten, but Grimma is G-R-I-M-A. Um, it's another two-member band, which, speaking of two-member bands, it seems like we That's... talked about this once before, but black metal seems to have that gift of being able to have two-member, three-member bands and making them really, really good. Not to say that there isn't other bands in other genres that do do that. Like, Christian is one that comes to mind as a metal band that is fucking phenomenal for a three-piece. But black metal seems to really have that gift of being able to take duos and making them be fucking awesome. So yeah, Grimma, Frostbitten, was just released not that long ago. Um, And then another band that was formed in 2013... 
and I couldn't find any music released prior to that or prior to their recent album, which was released in 2021. Okay. But Sag, which, yes, that's how you say it because I had to Google how to say it. So I know I got that okay. one right. <laughs> but uh, they were formed in 2013, but I guess didn't release a full length till 2021. I'm sure they have EPs and demos and whatever that are out there that I just didn't come across right away. But another band that is icy, cold, black metal-y, et cetera. You, right. know, you catch a pattern here. <laughs> <laughs> we like icy and cold shit mm-hmm. when it comes to black metal. Um, and then last, I have a band that is pretty well-known, but didn't stick to black metal the entire time, I don't think. But their first few albums were pretty black metal influenced, but that would be Belfigor. I actually um, have them. On, I had them on my list and then put a line through it. Yeah. I think they should still be on there just for the sense of, like, their first few records were pretty yeah. fucking black oh, yeah, metal. Yeah, I know. Like, they were... They were black metal. Yeah. The only... Um, I have the uh, tour... I can't remember the name of it. The one with the chick that has the goat's head on her I and she's got, so. like, crosses on her nips and stuff. Sounds Sounds right. Yeah. The lyrics to that are all, like, just, like, the most disgusting, bizarre shit, which is funny. It's almost humorous, like, Blood Sabbath, that's what it is. Oh, okay. And, you know, we could have added bands like Marduk and, um, I don't know, there's so many other black metal bands uh, out there, but... Just searching, like, you can type in... Yeah. 500 new black metal bands... And there will be 500 fucking bands on that list. Yep. And but all of them might not be the sound that we're looking for exactly. or whatever. Um, some people consider Sodom to be a black metal band. I don't. I don't. They were more of a thrash metal band to me. Um, do love them, though. But I just didn't want to take up too much time naming every single band out there because then it would make the episode boring and we'd just be naming shit versus naming and talking about it here Yeah, that's true. So take this list that is in here and then go from there and do what it, you know, what or do with it what you will. And, you know, you can find other bands spawning off of these bands even if you just go to similar artists when you search a band. You can find other bands that are related to these guys that you may like, we may not have mentioned on this episode or the last. We might get to them in the next few episodes because um, we are still going to continue on with the black metal category for a little bit here just to get more things out of the way because I can't wrap it all up in just one hour. We need like uh, we need a five or six episodes. hours, you know, so or at least four hours. Um so we're going to, the next at least one or two episodes will be black metal related. Um, I just think it's um, how I went about discovering bands obviously has changed a lot. And I found that the best way is to basically, uh, let's say you want to listen to Wolves in the Throne Room, type in that and click on the artist radio and see what the fuck happens. Yeah. I mean... That's how I found a That's lot of That's a good way now. to do it because then you get like, like a, variety. a variety from different albums. Me, I usually end up going back to the first album just because that's how I operate. Well, right. Me too. Um, 
I go back to the first, start from there, see what they were like in the beginning. If I don't like them in the beginning, I go to their last and see what they were like there, see if they changed for the good, for right. the worse, whatever it is. Um, it does suck, it just though, all when depends. you go through, like, ten albums of a band and, like, one is the shit. And, and then they all suck. suck. Yeah. yeah. I have had that happen, but typically... Typically I mean, if you have happen. a discography of 10 or more albums, you're going to have some lacking albums. It doesn't matter. There are yeah, very yeah. few bands out there that, that released every hiccup. single album that was fucking phenomenal, yep. that didn't have a hiccup or a member change that didn't work out, or they had shit going on in their life, or they owed their label a record yeah, and just pumped out whatever. It's almost all, like... 95% of the time, yeah, there's a dud somewhere. It's not often that it happens, although it does happen. And I'm sure in the future we'll do an episode of Perfect Discography. Yeah, that's, what, that's what's like in my head right but, now. Yeah. I can think of a few <laughs> that are like pretty close to fucking perfect. But then I just was thinking about Converge and how I used to say that was one of those bands until, until their latest now. album. Yep. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck, man. But yeah, um, the list of this episode will be in the description. And... For anybody who's a regular listener who's not necessarily a black metal person, hopefully we can turn you into one after this. Or if these aren't just for you, then they just aren't for you. You know, it is what it is. That's why we cover multiple genres. Yeah, sorry we're uh, hitting you hard with the black metal, but we warned you, it is November. (laughs) It just happens to be like we both love the genre. Especially for the the winter. The winter and... When well, it's fucking negative 10 outside for months at a time, yeah, and you don't want to listen it gets to dark in the middle of the day. It's hard to listen to happy-go-lucky things. Yep. I can see why people in California don't really talk about black metal too much. Yeah, I don't I don't listen to Walking on Sunshine in the winter. No, there's not much sunshine to walk on. Yeah. But all right, we're all set here and done. I don't think I have anything else to get off unless you do. Yeah. I'm uh I'm good. Okay. Hail uh, Satan. <laughs> turn in um tune in for next week. We will have more black metal content coming and then after the holidays and stuff we will have interviews and whatnot coming. I just have a lot of things going on to where yeah. I haven't been able to line them up properly. You got record store and day, Christmas, fucking yeah, Thanksgiving, got, all kinds of moving. shit. Yeah, and he's finishing moving. the house That's and whatnot. True. So record store day is this weekend. Uh, Friday, and then a bunch of other things. But I don't want to half-ass any of our interviews because I want all of our guests to feel like we're taking the time to actually craft a good interview to where it isn't just like, what's your favorite color? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we will have that content coming soon, though, so stay tuned for that. But I'm out of here. Peace.